this is the Big Bravely Podcast, hosted by me, Sherry Geis. I want you to have a big, brave life, and I'm here to clarify all the little fears that get in your way. Because the truth is, you get to live the life you want, starting now, finally. Hi, this is Sherry Geis. I am a life coach and a teacher sometimes of workshops and other doodads. And I'm also the founder of Big Bravely, which is all sorts of things. And there are all sorts of things coming, but including this podcast, right? But I'm, uh, I'm here today to talk to you a little bit about agency. That is a word that has floated up in my um, field of vision over the last couple of years. I remember being in a uh, sort of a workshop personal growth environment um, in the Bay Area a couple years ago, and a lot of people were talking about being agentic and having agency and someone else not having agency, and it just, I kept nodding and smiling as if I had any idea what the heck they were talking about, but um I finally pulled aside a friend. I'm like, okay, when they say that, what are they talking about? And and she's like, oh, it's it's this. And I'm like, oh, 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 okay. So if you are a person who has been hearing that a lot lately and don't know what it is, or so I'm going to explain that, but I'm also going to talk about like how to get more of it. Um, it's a good thing for sure. And there are a lot of different words for it. But there, and there are things that block you from being an agent of your own life. So, like, what is agency? I think I just said it. Being an agent of your own life, being the boss of you is a great way to think of it. Um, being your own person. There are a gob of things that can block us from being an agent of our own lives. So, cultural rules. You know, that how to be a woman, you know, there's like a set of rules that are changing, I think now a little bit, but there's still a ton of them intact. This, I'm making a motion with my hands as if I have a whiteboard. This is how to be a woman. And then on my other blue colored board, this is how to be a man. And you know, some of that stuff you may love, like you love this part of manhood or this part of womanhood. Uh, you may not adopt into any, either of those paradigms. You might be a gender non-binary person. Um, or you're like, I, I, it's not that I don't want to be either. I want to be both, you know, like I like things from both sides of rules. Um, but, but, Following those rules exclusively can rob you of your agency. They can get you out of choice in your life. You can sort of be, you're letting the rules choose for you rather than choosing for yourself. Other things that can rob you of your agency, um, systems of oppression. Not that those rules aren't systems of oppression, but there are other systems of oppression that are more nefarious. And I, if you don't know what systems of oppression I'm talking about that could rob people of their ability to be human and fully realized, drop me an email. I'm going to just 
assume that you know those things. I'm talking about, you know, xenophobia, racism, sexism, ableism, other things that might rob you of your agency, old hurt, unresolved feelings, trauma, all that kind of stuff. You know, those things can, like, you can hear hard words from somebody that you used to care about, or you can be raised in an environment that told you that you were too much or you were not enough. And here's this new set of ways to be more pleasing and you can internalize those. And over time they just become like how you operate and it feels pretty powerless. That's a great sign, by the way, um, a great indicator if you are not an agent of your own life, if you feel like you don't have any control over your choices or how things go for you. Um, there is no cert there is no certainty in life, I don't think. There's not much. Um, I'm definitely certain that the sun will always rise. I am not foolish enough to be certain that love will always last and finances will always be stable. That That's not a part of my life. There are all sorts of ways that things get internalized that are not in choice, you know, that we did not choose for ourselves. And you don't have to stay in those operating instructions. You can choose new things for yourself. It's going to be scary sometimes. It's definitely going to raise your fear. It's going to give you this illusion that there might be a bear in the room. It can sometimes feel that scary and that overwhelming. I know the first time I did anything like this podcast, I, I did a series of videos in June where I just jumped onto Facebook and talked on the fly. And the first two or three, you couldn't see it in the video, but I was shaking. Like I was way outside my comfort zone. I was having a physiological reaction to stress and fear, but I chose to do it anyway because I wanted. And so the ways to do that, like how do we do that? That's often a question that I get from potential clients and current clients. I, you know, I get emails from people often or like, just tell me what to do next. I'm like, well, first stop looking outside yourself for all the answers. Of course we need help. Of course we need someone to hold space with us, to walk alongside us and be a guide to the process. But in the end, the real answers, the ones that really land, the ones that really resonate, the ones that feel like a yes in your bones come from you. Uh, they come from your own inner wisdom. And it's hard to hear your inner wisdom when you are looking a way to practice having agency, like just little baby steps, little baby steps to get you from where you are now to where you're going are slowing down. It's easier to hear what you want and what you care about if you take the risk to slow down just a minute. So 
slowing down and asking yourself questions, being curious about your experience, making some choices in your life, then checking to see if they were good for you or not. You know, we can just go and change everything tomorrow. Um, and it may not get us where we want to be. You know, you could go and change everything tomorrow. You quit your job, quit your family, quit carbs, quit everything. Um, your life will be different. But um, is that you being an agent or is that you just running? So think about that. I, I, I would more suggest, like, make a little change. See how it feels. Um, it's kind of like trying on shoes or, you know, looking for the perfect pair of jeans. You may have to experiment a little. You may have to try a few things. But even the experimentation of it, the, the, the figuring it out, the, the, the puzzle-solvingness of all this as being an agent of your own life. And you learn so much. And if, if you can realize that it's all an experiment, it can be fun. It can be amusing. Like even when you kind of fall or you make a mistake or you have a failure, and I, I have air quotes around failure, by the way. Uh, if you have yourself a failure, like it can be a little amusing. Of course, it's, it's hard. It's stressful. It's hard um, to do that constantly. So if you've noticed that maybe that's happening constantly, that's a great sign to slow down even further. It's easier to make choices when you're not going 90 miles an hour. And the impact of those choices are less profound when you're going 90 miles an hour. It gives you more chance. Why? Why even bother? Why even bother being an agent of your own life? Um, I hope a tiny voice inside you screamed the answer at that moment. If it didn't, if, if you're like, I don't, I don't know why I, I, this autopilot life I'm living is pretty sweet. Like it pays well and my vacations are awesome. That could be true. Totally. I'm not disagreeing with that, but um if you've got chronic anxiety, if you have trouble sleeping, if you have the Sunday night dreads going into work the next day, if you haven't made eye contact with your partner in three days, um, if you don't know your kids very well, those are all really like all really good signs that um, the autopilot may not be working for you. And, you know, if you don't have any friends, like you've got people you go to lunch with at work, uh, you've got a neighbor that you wave at, but if you don't have any friends, you're probably also hiding some loneliness. And the autopilot life can totally... The autopilot life probably has a lot of productivity mythology in it. You know, there's some kind of way that this, the way we can kind of go through life autopilot, autopiloting can keep us really busy, 
can totally keep us busy, but it keeps us disconnected from each other. Um, you end up spending 10 years of your life living for other people and not really knowing who you are, forgetting who you are, not feeling at home in your body, feeling like an alien. Um, I'm not making any of this up. This is stuff I've either experienced myself or heard out of the mouths of clients. I know it to be true. Plus it shows up in research and whatnot. There's science behind it. Uh, social science, the most complex of sciences. Yeah, so I think that's all I have to say about agency at the moment. I know that this is imperfect and I'm still finding my sea legs on how to, to do a podcast, but I hope it's been useful. And I appreciate your time and attention. Please take care of yourself, take care of each other, and I will talk to you again very soon. Bye. This podcast is produced by Mostly Harmless Media. Many thanks to them and to Casey Clifford for her beautiful music. And thank you, my dear listener, for reclaiming time for yourself. You are worthy of this care and so much more.